We live. Yes, we are. Let's Good go. evening, folks. Welcome to tonight's episode of the Last Give Podcast. That's not I'm, the last give. Run again. We'll almost slap you upside down the head. <laughs> you really are mean, like your brother said. You, I am a mean. I'm not. I'm just messing with you. He's a mean person, low key. Honestly, I you say should, mean things, but it's all jokes behind it. You guys should see him behind this camera. Good lord! Or when we're not live, you should see him. You what? I just make fun of everybody. Nah. Um. But yeah, podcast. My fault. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Um. I'm Jay Peeps. I'm Ace. And tonight we have an interesting episode <clears throat> because we've had someone say some things that need to be talked about and challenged. I have no idea what these things are being said, but we well, should. Don't worry, I'm going to play it for you tonight. I'm going to oh. play it for you tonight. But we, outside of that, we got some interesting things. We got some some QBs or, that are going to be probably possibly look like they're going to be staying around because they're because they're oh, going to be awkward. Yeah. That's going to be so awkward. It's going to be awkward. Mm-hmm. Well, well, for them QB staying where they are for a while. Oh, yeah. It is. And then honestly, we got a women's final four. That's just as interesting as the men's final four. Yeah. We didn't talk about the women last night. Sorry. We just kind of were on time. Dude, was, I know that there's a girl from one team that got eliminated. I have to tell you about she, Oh my gosh! Amazing, amazing. But um, also too, we got I, be a my, friend. Sagan, be a friend. Tell a friend. Like, share, subscribe. Run, last gives Tuesdays. Running guns Wednesdays. Um. You also have my. Oh reaction. yeah, if you're on YouTube. Uh, if you're on Twitter, head over to Twitter. Uh, YouTube for the comments, so we can yeah. any questions or all that, so we can answer them. Yes. And you also have my reaction tonight to the whole thing that happened at the Grammys, dude. Or not the, at the Oscars. Oscars. The Grammys is coming up soon, so we might get some like, run back. Oh, we'll talk about it. Interesting. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is JP. This is the Bull. This is JC. This is Flash. This is Jimmy Hendrix. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to the Run and Gun Podcast. All right, let's get into this. Yes, yes. Let's. You know what? I'm gonna make sure I change the background because I talk about this. This, this is interesting. This is a little piece that I want you to listen to. Ace. And then all the other they want to show. See, Jackson State is the hunted right now. They're the swackies champs. They're the swag champs. And although they lost in the Celebration Bowl, they have a bigger brand than South Carolina State. And then all the other HBCUs in the SWAC they beat. So everybody in this HBCU football thing 
is comparing themselves to Jackson State. Good or bad. Good or bad, and whether they want to admit it or not, they are comparing themselves in every single aspect to what Coach Prime and the Tigers are doing down there at 1400 Lynch Street. Whether they want to admit it or not, and some of them have already admitted it, they want to show. See, Jackson State is the hunted right now. They're the swackies champs. They're the swackies. Playing, and although they lost in the summer, they're playing playing itself. Carolina State. And then all the other oh, HBCUs in oh, the swag they beat. My bad. No, yeah. I mean, I let that go on too long. Uh, yeah. Who's that? What's going on? Who is that? That's some some the Black Boss Channel. Oh wait, no, mm. his name is Jeff Lightsley. Okay. Sounds like a. I mean, I I don't quite get what the guy is trying to make this point on. He's kind of like, what? He, he's basically saying. That the SWAC is comparing themselves to, <coughs> to Jackson State. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I haven't seen you, so you can't blame me. Stop. Stop. But he's trying to basically say the SWAC is, as a whole is comparing themselves to Jackson State. First of all, <coughs> let's take let's take a second and pause. Pause. Y'all need to realize something out here. Was Fam- did FAMU not have a four-star guy on their team before Deion Sanders showed up? Mm-hmm. Was FAMU not building an arsenal leading up to the 2020 season before Dion showed up? <coughs> no one in the SWAC is really catching up or trying to keep pace with Jackson State. No one's doing that. I'm I'm telling you now. I don't I don't know where this comes from. I guess I get it. It's their um, ego kind of thing, I guess they've been running with since uh, they lost the South Carolina Central. They've been having that ego running. It's been like that ever since Dion got to Jackson State. There was no, there was none of this talk about every time Jackson State got to commit. There was nobody making videos every five seconds about nothing on YouTube before Dion got to Jackson State. There was no fourteen hundred. Making claims about something on Twitter and stuff. Yeah, uh, I mean, that was like two weeks ago. Exactly. I'm gonna wonder. You know what? That that's a great question. Where was he back in twenty before Dion showed up? Where where was he or him or it or whatever he is? The alien. I was like it. They. We we can't say he or she because we we have to be gender biased or gender friendly. Neutral. Yeah, gender neutral because of cancel culture and stuff nowadays. But, That's why I say peoples. Can't get wrong with that. Peoples. Yeah. Yeah. Peoples so, out there. But yeah, so I'm just like, who, the, you can't be any more wrong. When people say stuff like this, this is, this is Fox News garbage that spews out of their mouths. I'm just telling you the truth. Now, maybe the D2 HBCUs are doing that, but no one in the swag is really trying to keep pace. We had folks from Grambling already say it themselves too. Nobody's trying to keep pace with them. Yeah, I mean, definitely not trying to keep pace with them. Yeah, it's kind of like saying how um I don't know how you put this so you don't offend nobody out there. It was like, you know how you see these guys, they say, Oh, everybody's trying to be like us, but they're like, nobody gives a damn what you do over there. You know what I mean? Thank Ain't you. nobody give a damn. Thank you. 
Because honestly, I, I can tell you now, I don't care how big your house gets. I don't care what you're doing. I really don't. Because I'm building a foundation myself for me and the people around me. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. But like I told someone else earlier today. Hey, and if they were doing such a good before before you get to that, like, uh, actually, you know, what, finish what you're gonna say, and then I'll come up with the the, the oh, hammer oh, down. On. Oh no, you! I, I know what you were gonna say about the hammer down. I was gonna relate that to that. So go ahead and say that. Oh no, uh, you're probably thinking something else, but I'm gonna say so. They think everybody's trying to beat back them, like Jackson State, right? Yeah, mm. fam, you drew more scouts to their pro days. You read my mind. You read <laughs> my mind. Oh my goodness. We're, we're doing it, America. We are. We're reading. Feel free to comment on this and chime in. <laughs> I, I've I, I've said it for so many. I've said it. I said it last night too. It's kind of ironic. You know, when you had thirty out of thirty-two NFL teams show up to Tallahassee for pro day, plus countless scouts throughout the season, plus two Canadian Football League scouts. By the way, hmm. not sure if the XFL and the USFL are starting to send scouts out yet or not. I don't. Not sure whether that's maybe the USFL because they start next month or this month actually. Well, no, wait, we still have two days left in March uh, next month. Um, look, I'm <clears throat> man. I mean, there was um, we'll get into the um, the NASCAR thing with the HBCUs later on, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. This... I mean, even in the SWAC East, right? Like, ain't nobody cares. SWAC West, nobody cares. Nobody. Look, the only thing that I have said remotely distant to what he said is there's an arms race going on right now in the SWAC East. And that's not because of one team, though. And it's and it's not. It's really not. It's because one's been building for a while, and the other ones been building here recently since Dion got there. I've been saying it for a while, FAMU and Jackson State, it's an arms race going on. You can I actually, honestly, as far as heavy hitters go, you can put out Alabama A&M in that same category. Mm-hmm. Is that they basically just rebuilt their whole roster here before spring practices open up. So I, no one's really trying to keep pace with anybody. Well, you know what, heck, maybe Coach Maynard might be because he got beat 61 to 15 on homecoming. So he that might be the only exception, but no one else is honestly trying to keep pace. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's really not. Plus, you look at, like I said, Pro Scouts. One school outdrew three schools. Yep. I know, man. All I'm but, saying, yeah. Well, we they, they gotta have some kind of thing to talk out so they can get their clicks. So, yeah, let them be. Yeah, you know, Steve Spurrier alluded to it so well. What this time of the year is, it's talking season. This mm-hmm. is talking season. Everyone's going undefeated next year. Everyone's gonna go to the celebration bowl. Everyone, like I said, nobody's unbeatable. Everyone's gonna be a, everyone that was sorry is supposed to be a surprise team. Everyone that's good is supposed to be back for revenge, or they're supposed to be the next dynasty or something. But it's it's that's like that the in, usual clickbait season. Exactly, it's like that in the SEC. It's like that in NFL. NFL. It's like that here in the swag. It's like that in in the MEAC and everything. So it's 
It's okay. But the other thing too is is family spring game is coming up and there's a lot of heavy hitter heavy hitters and stuff in this thing as far as like coming to town for just attending the spring game and then also just you know players to watch in the spring game as well. I'm I got I got my things I want to look at. I want to see, you know, how does that linebacker core how that linebacking core looks with guys like Isaiah Major coming in and then you got guys coming in like Jordan Moore playing safety. Then I also want to see too the quarterback battle between Rashawn McKay and um, the Vandy transfer Jer- Jeremiah Jeremy Moose Musa, I believe that's his name. Yeah, Jeremy. something like his name. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to see how that quarterback battle looks and everything. I know it's going to vary because they're not going to have full-fledged wide receiver one one guy in particular. I know it's going to be mixed up and everything, so it might be a little bit of a rough day at the office. Mm-hmm. Just like be able to hear about it, I'm not able to watch it consistently. But I'm also looking to see too, you know, what is the running back situation look like with Bishop Bonnet gone? Like, is Deion, did DeAndre Jordan did he finally grow into getting more play time? Terrell Jennings, how does he look? Does he look more of like a beast than ever before? Didn't they get a new wide receiver too? They had a transfer, I think. And to compete, there was like a thing I remember. I don't know. I know. I was actually just watching it today, the replay of the Ole Miss-Texas A&M game. I know a lot of them, they want to get Dimas from Texas A&M. want to get him in as a transfer. It would be nice if they could land him. But I'm I'm not sure. But I do know for sure right now as it stands, it's definitely – Xavier Smith and Jamari Sharid. So those yeah, I know. I, I remember Xavier Smith's the um, 88 one, right? 19. Nine, who's the 88 one? I'm that's forgetting Nick, his name. That's Nick Dixon, the tight end. No, there was one from last season who was doing the crazy stuff toward the end of the season. I'm forgetting his name, but don't worry about it. Hmm. I don't think it was an 88. It was a different number. I don't know. Oh, well. Sorry. Brain's, so- brain's collapsing right there. Well, it's good. But I mean, yeah. The NASCAR. What the NASCAR thing? I forgot. Oh, Greg Biffle with the Norfolk State car. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that new car even looks kind of even as, as good as the other one for the family it did. Honestly, it really does. I think it's just because it's white and stuff. Like, I, I love. I love like certain colored cars, honestly, like white cars. Cause I mean, I drive a white vehicle. So, I mean, I love just the way it looks like the paint job. Yeah. That's it right there. I'm showing it for the people out there who don't know. That's yeah, actually really clean. Too. Yeah. The do everything. I mean, it just looks pretty cool. So yeah. I'm telling I you, you know, they had Camaro, uh, NASCARs. Greg Biffle oh. didn't win any races, but I'll tell you what, dude. He got the nice car. He has the nicest cars on the track, honestly. It, it used to be Jeff Gordon, <laughs> in my opinion, back in back when I was growing up. He, I thought Jeff Gordon had the nicest car on the track, but mm-hmm. it's definitely uh, Greg Biffle now. <laughs> yep. All right. Moving on over. Uh, the new look Falcons offense. Right? That's an actual talking point. Come on, there's better things we could have done. I don't know if you saw that, man. It was someone said they can't wait to see them go four and thirteen. That's generous. Two, two and well, really, what two and 
16, honestly. Is that yeah, I, I was reading something and some, somebody said, like, it was a Bucky Brooks one, and they had a mock draft and they had no quarterbacks taken in the first round, right? And I'm like, actually, I could see that happening because the team that could have a quarter need a quarterback this year, mm-hmm. they already have that guy to just hold down the fort next year so they could tank for a guy like Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. Yeah, honestly. Which yeah. is what I feel like Atlanta might do. That's why they have Mariota there. And essentially, it's like almost like a one year deal. Oh, yeah, of course. And he's going to go out there and try to prove himself. And I don't think it's going to work that well. But, um, you know, it's, it is it is scary when you look at that that roster. Like, you have no Calvin Ridley. The best player on the team on that offense is Kyle Pitts. You got, well, Cordell Patterson, too. Those are, like, the star players. Um, Auden Tate's one of their starting wide receivers. It, it is so bad. And their offensive line is still non-existent. Exactly. Like I like it's going to be impo- like their defense is going to have to exert themselves greatly. And their defense is good. It's AJ Terrell, Deion Jones, Grady Jarrett, and that's it. That's going to be so. That's going to be such a rough outing. Honestly, it's going to be so terrible. Well, um, Mercedes Benz dome is always empty, so ain't nothing changing. It is. It is, and it it, it doesn't help that Chick Fil A's not open on Sundays. <laughs> That is so, true. That stadium will not see its full potential until the the SEC title game and the and the meet and the celebration bowl. It won't. It really won't. Um, but also, too, the uh, John Lynch came out with a statement and said he's not trading Jimmy G. So no, he's not cutting Jimmy G. Not trading. You'll trade Jimmy G, but he's got to get a partner. But, I mean, yeah, all the seats are kind of folded up now in the musical chairs of quarterback world. So, until the guy gets hurt training camp like they always do, he probably is going to be there until midseason probably. Like where you see a team like how New Orleans lost Jameis halfway through the year and they were looking for a quarterback, that's what you'll see where Jimmy G probably gets traded. But, I mean, the more wild one is Cleveland saying they're going to probably keep Baker. Because, you know, Deshaun's probably going to get a suspension, but then that locker room is going to be so – just weird for James, uh, not James, uh, Baker, to go in. It's gonna be very torn because a lot of those guys are gonna realize in training camp, Baker, not Baker's not as good as Deshaun Watson, and that Deshaun Watson oh. is the guy that they can win with. And it's and then also to you, you got to remember too, you got Baker Mayfield who's in there that is feeling some type of way because he realizes, oh, you've already tried to get rid of me, so why should I give you any type of effort? Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. And so it's going to be, if Deshaun Watson gets suspended, it's going to be a rough first couple of weeks. Very oh, rough. yeah. So I'm, I'm not, I think that hopefully they don't take themselves out of it early. Imagine if the thing just blows up in Cleveland's face. I could totally see it happening. It could. Where that locker room just gets totally messed up with Watson going in. It's going to be very divided. And I guarantee you it's going to be 70-30 in favor of Deshaun Watson. Mm -hmm. It is because those guys are going to realize they want to win and not have to deal with Baker Mayfield anymore. (laughs) But the other thing, too. My bad. Go ahead. No, no, I, I was just um, looking at this stuff. Don't worry. Oh, you're good. You're good. Um, but yeah, the other thing too was um, 
Miami's trying to be a sleeper. Hmm. I look, I I like them, dude. As regardless of what people may say about Tua, I still believe in Tua. Yeah, I I I I I go with the mindset. All these people bashing Tua forget that the whole thing before Joe Joe Burrow went mode was tank for Tua. He was gonna be the number one pick that year until he destroyed his hip He's, on the yeah. messed up tackle and and Joe Burrow just won God mode on the entire college football. So exactly. I mean, like, and then honestly great. too, like people forget is Alabama gave LSU the toughest game that year. <clears throat> Alabama clawed back. So, so I mean look. That's all I'm gonna say. But look, I still believe that AFC two. is gonna be way more entertaining than the NFC. The NFC is gonna be a just a crap show. The NFC is literally three teams: the Rams, the Bucks, and Green Bay. But I honestly see Green Bay. I really just say it's really a two-headed monster right now. The rivalry between the Bucks and the Rams lives on. Green Bay, I'm not counting on them, although I think that they'll still be there by some I'll wait till they draft a wide receiver in the first round. <laughs> but as unlikely as that is, is why I won't. I'm telling you, though, dude, if, if there were ever a year to draft Dolphins players in fantasy, fantasy owners, this is it. This is the year you get some Dolphins players. Um, Looks like a running back. That running back situation is kind of weird. I like I like Miles Gaskin. I like him. Yeah, but they also have like two other guys they brought in, um, Raheem Mostert and some other guy that I'm oh, forgetting. Yeah. That's right. So they're going to be doing a, a committee, and those are the worst things for fantasy owners. That's true. That's so. Ask, believe me, because I had Kamara. Not Kamara. I had Kareem Hunt, and mm-hmm. didn't get much. We didn't get much love last year. But um, the other thing too is the the Panthers and Seahawks needs for the twenty twenty two draft. That would <laughs> look, look. I believe, and I could see the Panthers trading up for Malik Willis. They're what seven? No, six. What pick are they? They might be eighth. Now I'm thinking about it. I am not. They're one of those top picks. They have a top ten. They won't be. It won't be for Malik Willis. It'll be for Kenny Pickett. I I could see uh, them as the ones who'll take uh, probably Kenny Pickett. So the Carolina Panthers pick sixth. Right now, Jacksonville sitting in front of them. They don't need a quarterback. We've got the Lions sitting in front of them. They don't need a quarterback. The Lions are fielding office for that second pick. I heard they're listening to people call. Oh, so yeah. See, there you go. The Texans, they they need one. They need one. No, they got Davis Mills. They're rolling Davis Mills. He was actually not that bad last year as a rookie with that crappy team. He had the same stats as Tua, so I'll just give it to him. Look, and Lovey Smith, you could have called Kellen Kaepernick for some better quality play. You may not win the games, but but my God, you will be in them. You'll be the game results will be closer if you go get Kaepernick. Well, they did um take the Patriots to a last second field goal. Oh, the Texans last year. They weren't that bad with Davis Mills. He just said it. Well, what if that was Kaepernick, who is better than Davis Mills? 
Also, Kaepernick hasn't played in what six years. That's true. It's been a while. It's been I mean, while. Get, tell me, twenty sixteen, he's probably better than Davis Mills, but this is like twenty twenty two now. That's yeah. And he's been you, not you reading can, defense. I, I don't know, but Davis Mills knows the playbook. I would give that to him. Oh, Ward Flash is in the other room, driving me up the wall now. What the hell does he want? Bruce Arians retires as head coach. There's Dead no. ass serious. Breaking news. Bruce Arians just retired as the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's moving to the Buccaneers front office. Peter King reported it. That's what Flash was just laughing in the room about. Wait, hey, what a focus. Oh my I'm dead God. ass serious. Adam Schefter. We, we do have breaking news. I don't know why it's not focusing, but uh, give it a second. Uh, oh, my goodness. Here we go. Here we go. Breaking news, America. Bruce Aarons retiring from coaching, moving to the Buccaneers front office. Brian Left, which is now your head coach, most likely. That's insane. Oh my goodness! Well, the NFC really is just wild. That's that is insane. Oh my goodness! Wow, this has been this is an interesting day on here. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. That's dude, jeez. That's kind of I kind of felt it coming but I didn't quite sh- was sure like I I was sure Malcolm Jenkins was going to retire. I didn't expect it this morning, but I knew it was coming last night eventually this season, but I did not see Bruce Arians come like you kind of had the feeling cuz he's like up there in age. But then with Tom coming back, I was like, ah, nah, he ain't anywhere right now. Dude, but they, is- hey, they got they got the guy Byron Leftwich is gonna get his opportunity. I mean, I kind of have more faith in him than I do in Dennis Allen. But we shall see how that both both teams in the top two teams in the NFC South now have for uh, well, not first time head coaches, but they're relatively newer head coaches in the league. So we shall see how both of them play out. But NFC's wide, wide open. Well, you probably gonna be the Rams, sadly, but whatever. That is very crazy that that happens because I feel like I feel like something had to have gone wrong with his health. Health wise, potentially, something has to be up because he 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 mentioned something like when he first got to Tampa in 2019 about how his health he he passed his like physical with like a CD. On it. Having a press conference at 1 p.m. tomorrow. So, for oh, new Bucks head coach Todd Bowles. Wow. Okay. I t- Your new head coach look, Todd Bowles, Adam Schefter, just said it. Look, I'm telling you that that still that alone still gives Byron Leftwich the freedom to not to have go. to see everything, but to mainly focus still on the offense. Well. Well, left with gets a new job, a head coaching job next year. But I'm surprised he didn't get in Jacksonville. And see, if if Leftwich went to Jack, sorry for interrupting you here, but if Leftwich went to Jacksonville, I'd be extremely worried about the Bucks right now. But Leftwich still being there, you're gonna have Bowles still there. I'm not too too worried about it. But I I that's, this off season's just been wild. This has been the craziest off season. It really has. Um, and also too, those of you listening, um listening and watching this, feel free to chime in in the comment section on YouTube. We're not able to get the comment section working right now at the moment on Twitter, but please chime in on YouTube for your thoughts. 
Um, but yeah, Bruce Arians has announced his retirement. But um, I, I mean, yeah, I definitely feel like this move was what needed to happen because Todd Bowles take this over. had it been in the making. This has to have been in the making. It, it had to be, and I, I think I think Tom Brady knew about it and everything like that. And this gives Todd Bowles a greater chance to, you know, really strike gold and do what he needs to do. Bruce Arians taking an office position and staying long-term in Tampa, that's that's still a big deal. That's still a big hey, deal. Hey, so I have, to, I, have to, I have to go change my uh, essay now to include a third, third black head coach for my uh, my whole thing because I had a thing about the uh, double standards, uh, the discrimination hey. for black head coaches. Hey. Well, now we have three. And I'm thinking about it like this. Todd Bowles is now the fourth black head coach in the history of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Money Dungy. Raheem Morris. Lovey Smith. Todd Bowles. The first one. Think about it. Todd Bowles and then sound in the exact same boat. You know what I mean? They both kind of flopped out in their first time gigs. And now they're going to get that chance to much better defenses, redeem themselves. And the funny thing about this is, is I trust I trust Todd Bowles to do a better job of handling this defense for years to come in Tampa over what Lovey oh, Smith. I have my oh Lovey Smith. Yeah, but I I couldn't get over the fact they fired him in favor of Cutter after one year with Jameis. That was kind of wild to me. He, but and the story behind that is is they wanted someone that was going to help Jameis grow. But the funny thing about it was too is Dirk Cutter didn't even want Jameis in Tampa. So I, I, I was kind of what I from what I later found out, which didn't make sense. So it was kind of like, huh? Okay. Adam Schefter tweeted the exact same thing you just said about uh, Bulls being the fourth head coach in Bucks history, two more than any other team has ever had. So that that that's um, this whole thing is just wild. This came out 17 minutes ago, bro. What are, what have we been doing? What are, we were talking about. Uh, we we're talking about basically how people just spewed stupidity out of their mouths saying oh, yeah, that's right. Jackson State. That's, that's right. That's what we were talking about. So I mean we we were talking about an interesting topic, but that's true. I, mean, we I, talking- I, it, yeah, um, I heard Flash in the other room make that noise and I want to check. Uh, we probably wouldn't yeah, have done. make sure he wasn't uh, you know I'm not gonna do that. I'm no one knows what he's doing in his spare time. But oh, yeah, no, this is this has been wild. Wild. Mm-hmm. I'm actually now that this has happened, I wouldn't be surprised if this is like a mostly defensive draft for Tampa Bay. Well, they're gonna have to draft a guard at some point. They're I feel like, and I feel they'll they address. Probably another draft where they just draft corners the entire draft again, and a safety. One of those defensive linemen from Georgia. One of those defensive linemen from Georgia. They're both gone. Yeah, Jordan Davis ain't getting out of pass probably past Philly. I I don't know. Warren Sapp got out of that got out of that first fifteen. <laughs> Philly has well, back to the Tampa is like what 26, 27? Say again. What is Tampa twenty six or twenty seventh? Right. The Bucks are twenty seventh at the moment. Jason Light could make a move up somewhere. It'd probably be um I feel like honestly 
I, I could see it being 17 to get right in front of the Saints, and I could also see it being 14 to get right in front of the Eagles with the, both the Eagles picks. Nah, I was just messing with you. I want a wide receiver. I don't care. First or second round. That's all I want. I just want a wide receiver. I, oh, I, I, knew, you I knew you weren't going to say no defensive lineman, although you – I know no, you I'll tried to – I'll say, I'll say Jordan Davis. I won't, I won't complain about the Jordan Davis if that's the pick at 18. I can see him going there. Or, or Trevor Penning at 18. Those are the only two picks I'll allow that's not a wide receiver. The funny thing was last night when you said they'll probably just draft another defensive end from Texas somewhere. Yep. that, that That's – that. Yeah, Peyton Turner Marcus Davenport shit again. That was actually really funny. But <sighs> oh well. Um dear, that was wild. That's crazy. What a day. <laughs> what a day. Okay, um, so can I get my uh um Tyron Matthew to the Saints now? I don't care. Yeah, no, he's transitioning to the front office as a senior football consultant, is what the Bucks just said. He's gonna have a say in a lot of draft decisions and free agency moves. Him and him and Jason Light now are going to be working hand-in-hand. Hand. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you now. And you, what you don't want is you don't want Tom Brady to retire and stay in Tampa and get ownership of – part ownership of the Bucks. That's what you don't want to happen. Why? For the rest of the league, that's not a good thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, can, um, can Dallas just fire Mike McCarthy and just trade for Sean Payton this year? Please just do it this year. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it yet. They're going to wait for something to go really, really bad. But and I want then, to pick. I don't want to wait another year. You know Jerry Jones. You know how Jerry Jones. Yeah, Jerry Jones thinks like a two-year-old. Jerry Jones will fire Mike McCarthy if he thinks it'll make him more money. He'll fire. Well, okay. I'll give. I'll give you this. He'll fire him probably mid-season if it's not going anywhere, which it probably won't because Amari Cooper's gone, which means. Most attention is going to go towards CD hey, Lamb. Lost out defensive players. Like so. mm. All right, let's talk about these women in the NCAA. Look, we oh, you our- who are you taking in the women's final four? I'm going to give you the first matchup. Louisville, South Carolina. Louisville. Really? I don't know. South Carolina. South Carolina is always good. I just I, I always like Louisville, so I'm gonna say Louisville. I was gonna take the Lady Gamecocks because South Carolina is gonna probably win it, but I just want Louisville. Look here, the past few years, that is a very consistent team. That's what I said. South Carolina's been good. I feel they're probably gonna win, but out of fun six, I'm taking Louisville. Fair enough. Fair enough. The other one is this one: UConn versus Stanford. UConn. UConn's got that um, women's ma- uh, magic that they always have. They really do, because I was watching their last game against NC State, and I before the game had even tipped off, I looked at the difference, and I'm just like, this is going to get so ugly so fast. And sure enough, got pretty ugly pretty yeah. fast. It's it's just like, my gosh, like it's, it looked like women against girls. Usually, I know it's kind of cliche we say that. It's usually always men against boys, but this sense it's... Yeah, I got what you're saying. But I had someone say to me, you know, if UConn plays like they did against NC State, Stanford will steamroll them. Hmm. I had someone say that. Uh, A Bucks fan said, I'm not falling for this retirement stuff again. Look, honestly, hey, 
at that, to be honest with you, you never know at this point. Is this really a retirement? Well, no, he's just moving. He got a promotion. Yeah, really, honestly, he did. It's not his retirement. He's just a promotion. If you think I'm, about it like this, he doesn't have to put on sunblock anymore and stand out there in the sun. In the heat, yeah. Or he doesn't have to do the stress of game plan, planning every day, every, you know, four or five days. And he's still going to be He doesn't have to travel on the road games. Exactly. So, it's all good still for him. Sorry for the distraction. I just saw that. You're good. All right, back to what, we, uh, what else we got to talk about the women. Basketball. Oh, you know what? I was going to tell you about this. There was a girl. Her name's Olivia. I forget her last name. But she, from Notre Dame, is a beast. She single-handedly would have taken down NC State on her own if if she had a little more juice. But you could tell she just ran out of it towards the end, and she was she needed her teammates from Notre Dame to pick up the slack. No one else did. No one else could pick up the slack. They always have like consistent good women teams. I'm kind of surprised they didn't do that. But they look if they'd have had someone to really go along with her late in yeah. that game to pick up the slack. I feel as though they they would be playing in this final four and not yeah. NC, or they would have gotten to the elite eight and not NC State. Mm. That's my opinion. Because we had NC State on the ropes. And that yeah. was that NC State, that was their first Elite Eight since 1998. Mm. So, I mean, it was it was long overdue. But, my gosh, Notre Dame, I, I, I thought, man, if that girl doesn't get tired, they are definitely headed to the, to the Elite Eight against UConn. Um. Mm. But none of that for the men now. I know you gave yours last night, but I think I had what UNC and Kansas, right? I be, I don't, I'm not sure, but honestly, that's who I'm rolling with. I like Kansas in this one. Kansas, I, was, I need Kansas to come out on top because my whole bracket got destroyed beside Kansas. Kansas has been carrying it. Same, honestly. Look, Kansas outscored Miami 47 to like 18 in the second half of that game, that last game in the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what what they do so consistently well, if they go in there and have a good night Saturday, they'll be in it. I, I firmly believe they will be there. Yep. All it takes is just consistently – what they do so well is offensive boards. They crash yeah. offensive boards so well. They get back on defense. They they move the ball around so consistently well. If they do that right, they can beat Villanova, I think. Just play their game. Yep, I can agree with that. I mean your face. <laughs> but the yawn. Yeah, like your your face just like got stopped like uh like uh <laughs> I'm gonna make a face. I mean, Villanova's won three, or no, they've won two out of the last five years. I want to see if they can make it three out of the last six. But I mean, I, I just, I just want personally, I just want Kansas to win it. But I feel like Villanova's probably gonna beat them. But then again, I also think UNC is gonna beat Duke because they took down the Magic Run. They did. 
Look, honestly, it wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me either. Like Coach K, you better not don't think don't don't think that this is a cakewalk. This, this is the most dangerous team out of all four of these squads, UNC. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes is just for UNC to go out there and have a performance like they had in the Elite Eight again. And don't say, oh, well, they played St. Peter's and St. Peter's wasn't nobody. No, St. Peter's was somebody. Don't don't go out there thinking that just because they beat little old St. Peter's that they can't hang and run with Duke. They beat they beat Duke in the season finale. Beat them good in the Cameron Indoor. They can do it again. I believe in them. And oh my gosh, what is his name? He's the first coach to coach and be a player in the Final Four. Wait, what? How do you be a coach and? UNC's head basketball coach, Herbert Davis. Hubert Davis, he's the first, he's the first person to coach in the final four and play in the final four. For real? They've never been another like former player who won like went to the NBA and retired and they just went. Jawan Howard never got that far. That's true. So okay. I didn't even know that. That's a little interesting tidbit. Look, it's it's so I'm 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 on Hubert I'm on Hubert's side. Mm-hmm. I'm on Hubert Davis's side with this one. I think that he might be able to slay Coach K, and I I love it too because this is a this is a black man in his first year at a school like UNC getting the job done so consistently well. And Is there play side Coach K next year? Did they say what? Did they ever say who's going to replace Coach K next year? I am not sure. I I never heard anything. That's an interesting thing. I'm going to look that up. I know. Look, they if they haven't, I know they take. They're probably looking under every rock and every crevice to ensure that they do find the right person for this. Because this is not a job that you just hand to anybody. Much like the UNC job, there's certain jobs that you don't just hand to anybody, like the Patriots. Uh, they don't job. have a third guy, but they said either Tommy Amaker from How- Harvard or Johnny Shy, their associate coach. It'll probably be the associate coach because I feel yeah. like they, they might keep it in-house like UNC did. Um, but you don't ju- – see, this. The, um, there's jobs that you don't just hand to anybody. Mm-hmm. There's a job. That's the, When Nick Saban is done, they're not going to just give that to anybody. One of his mm-hmm. assistants will come back and get that job or something. I don't know if it'll be probably Kirby or um, Lane. I don't know. I feel like it'll be probably one of those two. I can see maybe Kirby or Jimbo, honestly. Uh, Jimbo's making a crap ton of money at Tando. I mean, yeah, I'll you know, just throw some like a, a Brinks yeah. truck. Honestly, you know what? You know what? Now that, now that you say it, and seeing how Jimbo left Florida State, I, I can't imagine him. I don't imagine Alabama would take him that easily. So I could see maybe Kirby, maybe that's a strong maybe, or someone we don't know about, like maybe Brian oh. Davis. Brian Kirby Davis. did win. A, sorry, you're good. You're good. My bad. No, I was just gonna say since Kirby won that championship, you might just get three Brinks trucks from Georgia and a statue or something. He really might, honestly. He really might. I, I and plus he went there, so. 
honestly, look, this the way the sports calendar is rolled out this year, it's been the year of, you know, like I'm sure. No, not that. I was going to say, like the like you going back to where you where you broke your where you oh, broke that, that kind of thing. Yeah, I guess yeah. yeah. Kirby Kirby got to start at UGA, goes back to UGA as a head coach, wins the title. Hubert Davis went back to where he came from. He's the first coach, first player to ever be in the Final Four, and look where he's at. He's in position. So you never know; it could happen. Um, but yeah. Like I said, it's certain jobs that I think certain people will get, and not just anybody will get certain jobs at certain places. And the places are like that, like I was saying, definitely a Kansas, Duke, UNC, Patriots, Alabama, Yankees, things like that. Although the Yankees are a mess right now, honestly. They haven't won a title in over, what, three decades. But that's another story for another time. Um, but, yeah. So that now takes us to hot topics. <laughs> and there was, um, there was something I wanted to include on that Bruce Aaron thing, but I'll find it back. Go ahead, go ahead. We are in. Oh, I lost it. I have to go find it back now. So you uh, talk your reaction about the Oscars while I go back and find it. <clears throat> all I'm gonna say is this: while he finds up, you couldn't hit me like that. You couldn't hit me like that. Nah. No. Wait. If you you if you were Chris Rock or if you were Will, if I was Chris Rock, you could not have hit me like that. I'm like Shannon Sharp. I'm coming out of that tuxedo. <laughs> I'm gonna throw you. I'm. I don't know if they do like the NFL awards where they had the little band and stuff sitting down in there and the little and the little thing. In but the you'll go grab a guitar and go. Bam. No, I was gonna throw him. I would have thrown him off the stage. You not. You're not uh, walking off the stage that easily. I'm throwing mm. you off the stage back to your seat. But I'm not just gonna. But again, I've heard multiple things where comedians handle these things differently than athletes and other people do and stuff. So I, I, I get it. He, he didn't want to create a scene on national TV, but look, you, you, I, not me. He couldn't have done that to me. I'm sorry. Mm. I, right. I, yeah. Well, now if if you if you were Will Smith, what you would have done? Before? If I'm Will Smith, I would. If I'm Will Smith, I. Look, if I'm Will Smith, I would have I would have took that energy to August a long time ago. That energy that you gave Chris Rock, that should that energy should have been given to August months ago. I don't care what was said between you and Jada, none of that. No, I don't care. I'm taking all that energy. I'm going to see now, nah, but you know what? See, everybody, that's what's wrong with the game now. Everybody, everybody's so open with their relationships and stuff now. And I guess whatever they they have an open marriage or whatever you want to call it. This, this. At that point, how is it marriage? Is it more like a friendship? Like a very loose friendship? I it's in. This is what's wrong. This is what's wrong. That's all I'm gonna say. What's wrong? The relationship kind of dynamic. We can't be married if you out there sleeping with someone else. That's what that's what I'm saying. It's like a loose friendship kind of thing, not a marriage. And that's what's wrong with this. That's what's wrong. That's you see that that's just me. I'm I I can't you you expect me to sleep in the same bed as you 
at every night knowing that you were with someone else? Yeah, screwing around, yeah. And expect me to still stay? No. Uh-uh. No, mm. it's okay. I'll call you a U-Haul. You got you got two days to get all your stuff about my house. <laughs> I can totally that. agree with that. And I say that calmly. All right. I'm not gonna throw your stuff in the grass. Okay. I'm not gonna yell. I'm gonna stay polite. You got two days. The U. And if not, I'm donating everything to charity. I'm pull up at the Salvation Army at Walmart. Here you go. <laughs> number word. Number word. And you know what? And I'm gonna be petty about it too. I'm gonna take all your stuff, and I'm gonna draw. You know the little the little Salvation Army the little Salvation. Bro, no, 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 hold up. You know the little Salvation Army things in the parking lots at the malls and stuff? Yeah, I'm talking about the one at uh, Walmart, but yeah, same thing. I'm going to drop it in every single, I'm going to drop it in five different locations, and you're not going to know where at where they went. That's what I would have just some said. It's going to be at Goodwill, some of it's going to be in a box or in a in a metal container. Right, yeah. Goodwill is one by Walmart, Salvation Army is one. I mix them up. There's going to be a Salvation Army, Goodwill, and the little Salvation Army containers at the mall. It's gonna be it's all the over. one by um, you know, by uh, by Rick's on the River. That whole place. What's the place called? Um, oh, uh, no, it's habit, not Habitat for Humanity. Uh, oh my gosh, I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, I forgot what they're called. It's a missionary place. I don't even remember. It's a missionary place. I know what you're talking about, though. But yeah, oh, yeah, I put some kind of stuff there. That, yeah, put some stuff there too. Oh, most definitely. Because you, you're not gonna do me like that. You will not do me like that. Mm -mm. And the house staying with me. You can get your visitation, oh. though. If we got kids, you can get your, your visitation, but that's it. But, um, oh, yeah. okay, but yeah, the two things yeah. I have, uh, let's see if I can get maps. Okay, two things. So the Bucks there with Tubbles as the new head coach, Ian Rappaport said that the likely scenario was inside linebacker coach Larry Foote. And defensive line coach um, Casey Rogers will split defensive coordinator duties. So there you go. We actually have a statement on from Bruce Arians to the LA Times on why he's retiring. What is it? He said, "Oh wow, see, and Todd Bowles is already the head coach." He said, "I'd rather see Todd in position to be successful and not have to take some bad job. I'm probably retiring next year anyway in February." So I control the narrative right now. There you have it. Yep. Look, the Bucks. The Bucks have a good defensive mind. Okay, I can't even find the play. It's funny that this is actually being said too. I'm gonna say this because we're on hot topics. The Todd Bowles now becomes the fourth black head coach in Buccaneers history. Two more than any other NFL team has yeah, ever had. Yep. Two more. How about that? How about that? The the, the only team to draft three African American quarterbacks in the first round too. Metropolitan Ministries. Oh, that's, the, that's the one. I, yeah, I took the close there too. But yeah, the Bucks are the only team to draft three African American quarterbacks in the first round and have four African-American head coaches. Yeah. Black history fact. Black history is 365. 
That's how I'm ending this tonight. Bingo. We're already done. Holy crap, that was fast. That's how I'm that's how I'm taking it home tonight. Okay. Can't believe we're already done. That one by fast. So yeah, folks, that's gonna do it for us this evening. We hope you've enjoyed. Um as always, you know, uh, I'm gonna say this in closing. Don't be an attention seeker like most people out there trying to do this all on during talking season and whatnot. Don't be like Will Smith and have have your wife have mind control. other people. Yeah, see other people and have mind control over you and stuff. Talking about so, oh, Tupac would have done this. Tupac would have done that. August would have done this. August would have done dead or on Mars. I don't know. I don't know how he does anything right. Either dead or on Mars. <laughs> I don't get it. But um, yeah, folks. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Be a friend, tell a friend, get the word out, most definitely. Retweet um, if you're on Twitter. Yes, retweet if you're on Twitter. Like, share, and subscribe as always on our social media platforms. Throw flags on Instagram. Finally, talk on YouTube and on Twitter and on Facebook as well. Um, Ace, you got anything before we get out of here? Uh, nah, man. I, I don't think so. Brent and all Mambo since the uh, Aryan thing. This has been. Oh yeah, the one more thing: the longest tenured head coach in the NFC South is now Matt Rule, until halfway through next season, and then I'll be Arthur Smith. That is so pitiful. Good night, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>